What is up, everybody? Welcome to the first ever Dudes Who Bet Sports. So you want to bet sports, but you need some advice on how to cash in big at a heck of a price. Well, if you want enough money to line your shorts, then you're in the right place. This is Dudes Who Bet Sports. Dudes Who Bet Sports. It's your favorite show. Dudes Who Bet Sports. Where degenerates go. Dudes Who Bet Sports. Time to change your approach with Aaron Holderman and his father, the coach. Let's ride. What's up, guys? Welcome back to the Dudes Who Bet Sports show. Number four. We've made it to number four, and we finally get down to business this week. Are you excited for this? Oh, I'm more than excited, Aaron. This is this is what we've been waiting on. I know. Yeah, we're very pumped. We've already got uh, people talking in the chat about games going Indeed. on tonight. We'll talk about a few of those a little bit later. Uh, a lot of really good games tonight, for sure. Uh, there's been a lot that's happened since our last show, though. Um Let's start with this. Cam Newton gets released yesterday. We we wanted to talk about this real quick. How shocked were you that, number one, he's not going to be the starter, and then, number two, completely released by the Patriots? Well, on a scale of one to ten, I would have to rank it eight, probably. I tried to figure out what went on in this. You know, there's a lot of scenarios you can run out there. Uh, Belichick – supported him so much you know in the off season they brought him back i can only think of a couple things number one i he must not have outplayed mac jones that's the first thing i i can think of um and number two they probably went to him and said hey you're not going to start and he might have said uh then release me you know and i I don't know i don't I, i don't know but it's it's really strange and um um you know, then there's been the rumors about he, he wasn't vaccinated. I don't know that, if I believe that or not. Well, Belichick said that it had anything to do with it, and I don't think it did either. No. I just don't think he played well enough, uh, and they decided to go with the younger guy. I mean, I think that's pretty much what they did. Yeah, and I, I'm with Dennis. I mean, not starting, I wasn't really shocked at that, but just a complete release, uh, that was shocking. And I'm with you. I think it had to do – Mostly if they, they asked him, hey, yeah, or they told him you're not going to start. And I think he just said, well, then, then I can just be released and go somewhere else. I don't know where he's going to end up. Uh, I, I don't know what he's got left. If you watch the Patriots last year, he was not very good. So, um, yeah, I, I'm not, not too much of a surprise either. But I was a little shocked. Uh, that happened right before I got on the Rocket Hour on Tuesday. And I, I, was, I was pretty surprised by that news. So Yeah, you texted me and I thought, wow. Um, cause we had talked about this at length, uh, on the last show mm-hmm. about, you know, him bringing, uh, Belichick bringing him back. And we were talking about how he must be a good guy in the clubhouse and all of that, or he wouldn't have messed with him. And I think, I think he's got a lot of pride and I think he just decided, Hey, I, I don't want to sit on the bench here. So yep. he's going to take his chances and see where he goes. And like you say, I, you know, Houston's been mentioned, you know, I think even Dallas was mentioned, but I think they cleared that up. They signed somebody. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't know. I think, you know, as the season goes on, uh, people get hurt and, oh, yeah. and land in somewhere. So I think the, the, the best answer to it is, though, I don't really think it matters. I don't think he's an impact player any, anymore, no matter where he goes. And so I think that's kind of what it comes down to. Um, it's, it's just it's just a situation where I, they just went with the younger guy, and I think that makes 
uh, a ton of sense, honestly. And we'll see what happens. We we kind of debated who would be the first uh, rookie quarterback to play, and we didn't think it would be Mac Jones because that schedule sets up pretty well for New England to start. We thought they'd win some games. Obviously, that's a different story now. Um, we should talk real quick. This is this is uh, week one of college football, but there was a week zero. Uh, we talked about two games. Nebraska, Illinois did not go your way. Try to talk you out of it. What is going on at Nebraska? This was a terrible performance by the Cornhuskers. Well, I tell you what, I uh, I know you did, and <laughs> I bought into the Nebraska crap, you know, because I'm from that generation. And I watched the game, and, um, you know, I don't know Scott Frost. Never met him, obviously. Why would I? And he's getting beat up in the press like crazy. And I'm not going to do that because I tell you what, coaching is difficult, and we don't know what all's going on up there. But watch, all I can do is comment on what I saw. And the mistakes they made are just undisciplined, stupid type of errors Mm -hmm. and that's got to go a little you know the coaching staff has to take a little bit of blame for that I mean you can tell a kid you know never never catch the football inside the 10 yard line and and you got to trust that he will do that and then he goes out and doesn't you know I mean you've told him over and over and over again and he does that well there's nothing you can do about that and and, but that there was just so many things but the thing that got me the most um, and I know you're in Saratoga and, and couldn't watch a lot of it they were controlling the game and they were up nine to two. Mm-hmm. That's right. Nine to two. And <laughs> uh, by the way, there was a missed extra point in there and it yeah. just, you know, they missed two extra points. Come on. And anyway, it was nine to two and they, and they hit the quarterback and they got a questionable, you know, penalty. He ran, mm-hmm. he got in there and, 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 you know, it was questionable whether he, he was roughing the passer or not. So it was a hit that, was illegal uh, by the rules now. Uh, but anyway, that and then on that pass, he threw the ball and they intercepted the pass. So they had an interception, nine to two lead. Game was they were in total control. Probably would have won a game. Yeah. But anyway, not only did he hit the quarterback after the quarterback is laying on the ground. By the way, knocked him out of the game. He never played another down. He's taunting him. Yeah. He's taunting him. And that's uncalled for, unnecessary stupidity. So they didn't get a 15-yard penalty. They got a 30-yard penalty. And long story short, Illinois went down and scored, tied it up, then got a scoop and run into the end zone on a fumble to make a 16-9, came out, scored first two times, they had the ball in the third quarter. That's a sign that Nebraska quit. And that's another issue that I think they have to address. I I know you're not going to bash a coach on this show ever, but you, you brought up three points, right? When you're poor across the board on special teams, that's a bad sign for the coach. I'm not saying that a kicker misses field goals. He can't cover that. He can't help that. But you miss extra points. You make mistakes, you you know, with with, with fielding punts multiple times. Uh, Number two, you do your undisciplined and you you get a taunting penalty. Like I said, the the late hit or the hit to the helmet or whatever. That that is what it is right now in, in college football and in the NFL. Right. They're going to call it, but right. the taunting is is that that has to get under control. And then they quit when they felt when they felt they adversity. Three very bad signs. Um, and and then as Kevin Osa, even worse, they got beat by a backup quarterback. The backup well, quarterback comes in for Illinois and is better than the starter. 
Right. And you know, the other thing that's baffling to me is they've gone with the same quarterback for the four years he's been up there. He's awful. He's not very good. And you would think they could get somebody other than that. And I'm not that familiar with the Nebraska program anymore. But, you know, Aaron, this is a question that probably we don't have time to mess with it much today, but are they ever going to get back? I don't Uh know. I'm beginning to wonder. I mean, it has been 20 years since they've been relevant. Yep. As far as winning national championships, and they used to compete for those every year. And there's so much has changed in college football since when they were so good. Yep. And it, uh, it's it's unbelievable how it they've is. fallen. It is. Um, but we don't want to talk about Nebraska the yep. whole show, even though we probably could, because we kind of secretly enjoy that they're terrible. Uh, but uh, uh, there was the other game, and we'll go to this one. We don't have to talk about much at all. But UCLA looked very, very good. We both picked them uh, to beat Hawaii with this point spread, obviously. And they looked very, very good. Uh, they've got LSU coming in. We might mention that game a little bit uh, earlier, or a little bit later, I should say. But UCLA, they took care of business, got the job done, did what they were supposed to do. I thought they looked good. They did, and 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 they were very impressive. They ran the ball uh, really yeah. well. You know, Hawaii's just an average oh, yeah. West team. Mountain West is decent, but they're not very good, especially when they come to the mainland. So we don't know yet. They're going to find out Saturday how good they are. Because uh, the competition is going to be 100% better yep. when LSU comes to town. And I think we probably will discuss that game maybe a little bit oh, yeah. more here later. Yeah, we definitely will. All right, let's get into it, though. I'm going to put up the first game on the board. We've got some great games this weekend in college football. We're going to talk about five ranked opponent versus ranked opponent games. And then we're going to give our lock of the week. We're going to give our underdog of the week and the game we're most looking, uh, most excited for. And then also probably address a couple more if there's comments about some other games. But we got to start with this one. Number three versus number five. It's Clemson and Georgia. This game's going to be played uh, in North Carolina. So on a neutral field, I'll put that up there now in Charlotte, North Carolina. Clemson comes into the game as a three-point favorite over the Bulldogs. Where are you going in this game? What do you think about this one? Well, this is one that I've bounced around ever since I started writing previews back in July. Yeah. I, I This is difficult. Uh, the line is perfect, but it could, it could just as easily be Georgia minus three. So it's a very difficult game to uh, give any kind of an opinion on because we, there's, you know, there's just things we don't know about these two teams yet. I've got to commend both of them for playing a game like this. Yes. Uh, to start the season, this may be one of the best games ever to start the season. <laughs> uh, you know, certainly one of the top five ever. Uh, what a game! This is this has playoff. You know, it's like a playoff game, really. And we were talking yesterday. This neither team is going to get hurt if they lose. The problem's going to be they got to run the table after this game, and that's going to be harder for Georgia to do than than yeah. Clemson. But but you know in the in the voters' eyes for the playoffs, if they go ahead and run the table and everything breaks right, one of them will make playoffs. So yeah. it's not going to hurt them too bad when they lose. It's going to put it's going to put a lot of pressure on them. Uh, I you talked me into it at the beginning. <laughs> I was Georgia. But the more I have researched this, uh, not only say his name, but because I can't, the Clemson quarterback, the old DJ, he is, uh, I think he's better than the Georgia quarterback. And I think his feet and his ability to make plays are going to be the difference. So I'm switched, and I'm going to think Clemson's going to cover. 
But I tell you what, the red flag right here <laughs> is up. I'm gonna I'm gonna bet a little bit on it. Just have some action. Yeah, I I I actually like Clemson a little more here, a little more confident than you. But I'm with you. Maybe I if I had a yellow flag, I would put that as the caution. Uh, maybe yeah. not. I got one of those. There you go. Put up the yellow yeah. flag for okay. me there. All yeah. Right. I listen. I, this game is going to be a lot of fun, and you're exactly right. And and I'm with you. I don't think the loser is out of the college football playoff talk at all. At all. I think they'll be right in the mix all the way through. Um, it's a bigger game for Georgia, though, in my opinion, because of what you said. Georgia's got a tougher road to win all of them after this. No Clemson has got a pretty easy road, a relatively yes. easy road. Um, I'm going Clemson, though. I'm with you. Listen, I, I think their quarterback is fantastic. I don't think they're going to drop off much from there. And you might think, well, that's crazy. Trevor Lawrence was the number one pick last year. I know, but I think this guy's really, really good as well. Um, and this is the biggest thing. And Russ uh, commented, Clemson minus three, not sure about Georgia's offense. That's where I'm at. This college football has really changed. And I would say it started four or five years ago. Um, yes, you have to have a good defense to win. But you, the days of winning games like this, in this situation, in the, the big stage with a big-time offense, the, the days of winning the, that game, 17 to 13, are over. You know, if Georgia holds them to 24 points, they've done a pretty good job. That's good defense now in, in the modern day of college football. I'm with Russ. I don't trust that Georgia's going to be able to score enough. I think Clemson gets it done in a 28-21 type of game. I think Georgia plays really well. I think they hang with them. I I don't know. I don't think they can stop Clemson enough. Yeah, I would agree with Russ on that, too, and that's kind of what swayed my mind. I, I just feel like the Clemson quarterback's more dynamic than JT Daniels is in Georgia. Yeah. Also, Kevin here had a comment uh, when I was writing the uh, my picks for the uh, mm-hmm. website. I did mention the fact that uh, both coaches, because I always try to compare the coaches, they're both they're both great coaches, and most programs in the country would take them. No yeah. Got it. But Kirby Smart has not been able to break through in one of these games yet, and Dabo Sweeney, Sweeney has. And if that makes a difference, I don't know. But it is something to kind of think about. When you're yeah. when you're in a game like this, yeah, Kevin uh, is not sure on Kirby Smart, and then Russ says Dabo greater than Kirby. It's easy to say that, and I I can't really argue it. I mean, Dabo Sweeney, he may be greater than anybody other than the guy down south at Alabama right. and Nick Saban. Uh, Dabo, and there, here's the deal about Dabo. I'll put that back up here real quick. When he got the clips, and they weren't very good. No, they weren't. Don't forget that. And I'll tell you another thing, Aaron, they've been good off and I'm kind of a college historian. They've been good off and on through the years, but they've never been able to maintain the consistency that they're at now. And when you root for a big time program like we do, that consistency is tough to keep, man, because everybody's after you. He's kept assistance there. Uh, it's a great place to coach, evidently. So, of course, they pay their assistants very well, too. So, yep. and Kirby Smart, I don't want to knock him. I mean, he's done a hell of a job at Georgia. Oh, yeah. They weren't very good when he went in there either. That's right. That's absolutely right. Uh, Dennis says over the 50 and a half. He can't see playing a team on either side, but he might play the point total. Dennis, I think that point total is about where it should be. I, I could see that bet cashing, but I'm not quite certain how that game's going to be played. I think that's interesting. And then uh, if Georgia was at home, we'd have a whole nother thing to chat about. I agree. Well, uh, that's true. Obviously yeah. a neutral field 
evens the the playing field quite a bit. I think if Georgia was at home, they might be a yeah. favorite. Or yes, and I guarantee you that those two teams were not going to play a home and home. That was no, going to be no, a no. neutral side game. No. No, exactly. This is definitely the game to watch, though. It's going to be a showdown for sure. Let's move on, though, because we've got the number one team in the nation also playing a ranked team uh, this weekend as well. As I scroll here, Alabama, uh, this game we played in Atlanta. Alabama takes on Miami in uh, Mercedes-Benz Stadium. Alabama, 19.5-point favorite here over the Hurricanes. A lot of players, a lot of new players for Alabama, a lot of a lot of holes you got to fill, right? Uh, so what do you think of the Crimson Tide here going up against Miami? Well, I, I don't know what to think about them. I haven't seen them. You know, we got <laughs> yeah. new guys. Uh, first of all, this is a home game for Alabama. It's no going to be Sea Red. It's going to be uh, Tuscaloosa. Oh, that'd be Tuscaloosa East, yeah. Alabama East. Miami's not going to – they don't have the fan support that Alabama does. So no. it's going to be a Sea Red in uh, Atlanta. 19 and a half is a huge points. And what I try to do and I look at these, I start just visualizing in my mind what I think the final score is going to be before I ever look at a line. Yep. And so I start saying, okay, 19 and a half. Okay. 42 to 23 is 19. That's a pretty good margin to beat a, a ranked team Yep. when you start the season. And then the other thing that could possibly happen in these kind of games, and you've seen it as well as I have, let's say Alabama pulls away late, they get up 41-17 with like two minutes to go, and they put some different guys in there, and they play that prevent defense, and Miami goes down and scores to make it 41-24. I could see that happening too. Yeah, backdoor. So I weighed all that in, and the fact that they, they've got so many new people, and they're not replacing – shitty players right i mean my god when you look at the i mean mac jones he's starting for the new england freaking uh, patriots yeah that's sunday that was their quarterback last year Najee harris incredible running back Devontae smith my god the, the the numbers he put up last year yeah anybody in the world but alabama would not be a 19 and a half point favored in this game losing that many players I'm probably going to – oh, you can't swear here, Curtis? Oh, <laughs> I didn't know that. I probably am making a mistake, but I can't I can't go against that line. I, I, I haven't seen Alabama yet. I'm sure those guys are good. They wouldn't be there if they weren't. I'm going to go with Miami. I think, my, I think Alabama's going to win, obviously. But right. I think Miami's going to uh, – I'm going to take Miami plus the 19 and a half. So there's a first underdog uh, of of the of the show here, Miami plus 19 and a half. To be fair, we talked about this game since July, like you said, when the when the previews started coming out, and we really got to discussing. And you've always been on the side of Miami in this game, as far as the points go. Um, you, you've said, look, I don't care how good those guys are; it's a it's a ton of new players against an experienced team. I'm going to go Miami plus 19 and a half. And what have I told you? For the whole time, you're out of your mind. Alabama will destroy Miami. <laughs> I think they will. Um, I, I'm on Alabama's side. I, I get it. Um, they 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 do have to reload here, but that's exactly what they do. They don't rebuild. They reload. I think they've got better athletes across the board than Miami. I'm not sold on Miami as far as being back to that 
you know, era of their of Miami football where they could show up and out athlete you or at least match up against these good teams. I don't think they're there yet. Um, I think they're going to get a rude awakening when they come in there. I think it's going to be something like 42 to 10 Alabama. I think they cover easy. I don't, I don't think, I don't think we're even have to sweat it. So that's listen. I mean, that's, that's one of a few we're going to be on a disagreement with. Um, but I've, I've got uh, Alabama winning this one big. I, I just can't see Miami matching up now. Let's go to your favorite team, the Iowa. <laughs> I can't even laugh. I can't say it without not laughing. The Iowa Hawkeyes are at home. They're three-point favorites against the Indiana Hoosiers. They, the Hoosiers come calling. Iowa minus three. I guess I know where you're going, but make it official. Who are you picking in this one? Well, I'm, I've got to go with the Hawkeyes. My God, what do you think? Uh, this is a hard game to pick i hold up your red flag for me in this one this is a tough one yeah if it wasn't the hawkeyes i would <laughs> um yeah it's a red flag no doubt about it I'm not, you wouldn't yeah no i'm not gonna bet much yeah. this game could go either way i don't know here's the, here's my take on this and i might be wrong uh i don't think indiana is as good as people think they are um you know six and two last year yeah that's impressive but it's covid they really didn't play the good teams in the Big Ten. Mm-hmm. I mean, they 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 they're coming in here with some uh, some momentum. Their quarterback situation, the guy's really good if he's healthy. Iowa's just going to play the way they always do. They don't give you know they just they just show up and they run the ball and they'll throw a little pass to the tight end and they'll play good defense. And at the end of the game, if they make the field goal, they win. That's pretty <laughs> yeah, much that's what right. they do. And sometimes they miss that field goal. <laughs> And it doesn't matter who they're playing, but I love the way they play. I love to watch them. They don't have a I know they don't have a great athletes, but from a coach's point of view, I think he he does as good a job as it. I mean, think of Iowa's recruiting base. Yeah, they got to go recruit cows out in cornfields. They don't they don't have any recruiting base. Where are they going to get these guys? So and he just keeps winning eight nine games every year. He's a, he's a great coach. He might not be able to coach anywhere but there, but he's a great coach. I see this game as 24 to 21. Yeah. I really do. I mean, I think it's got that written all over it. But I went ahead and went with Iowa because you made me pick somebody. So, but it's with the red flag, no doubt about it. You summarized Iowa football in a few seconds there better than anybody ever has in the history of, of commentary. Well, I watch them. You're going to scrounge around. They're going to run the ball. They're just going to, and then if they make the field goal, then they win. That's Iowa yeah. football. And sometimes they miss. Sometimes they miss it. Uh, new kicker this year, Kevin O says. Look Uh-oh. out! Look out! <laughs> Can I change my pick then, Kevin? <laughs> uh, Russ says Iowa will ugly this up, win by ten. Um, yeah, I mean that's that's definitely possible, Russ. Uh, I, out of all the games we're talking about on this show today, this is the one I'm least confident of. But I did pick Indiana plus three. Um, it, you hate so, Iowa. I, I, it's unbelievable. I just know how they are. Um, now, here I will say this: I had the game twenty-four to twenty-one. I do Indiana, and you had a 24-21 Iowa. I mean, yeah, I okay. Kind of, I got you. I, my my thing is, I think uh, <laughs> this isn't true, but I think the new kicker will miss that field goal. <laughs> that'll, that'll come. I, got, I, I, I tell you what, Kevin, I didn't see that. Not, yeah, I'm still going with the Hawkeyes. Yeah, I remember uh, Kevin, our Aaron, our good buddy, um, Ron from 
Oh yeah. From yeah, Iowa. he was a Hawkeye guy. And every time I say Hawkeyes, I think of him. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure he'll be watching that oh, game yeah. uh, and and getting getting pissed when Indiana wins 24 to 21. Uh Curtis says fired good. the coach. Yeah, exactly. And then want to fire the coach. Uh good lineman on both sides. Nothing like a group of big old corn fed boys. Well, That's Curtis, right. you're absolutely right, but you need a bunch of big old boys that can run the football. Too. <laughs> Dennis says, with that one comment, Magic sounds like he knows college football. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, uh, listen, this is not a game I'm too excited about, but it should be a very close, competitive game. I think it'll be entertaining, Uh, so we'll we'll, we'll say that about it. How about we stick with the Big Ten, though, and we travel to Madison, Wisconsin. That's right. The Penn State Nittany Lions go into the madhouse, Madison, Wisconsin, to take on uh, the Badgers, Wisconsin here minus five and a half. I think the line is set pretty good there for for a you know a Big Ten showdown, so to speak. Uh, Eleven a.m. kick. Here we go. Who you got here, Penn State or Wisconsin? Well, first thing I want to show say on this show, we are picking the tough games. Oh you know yeah, and and we're picking the point spreads. Yep, the big boys on ESPN. They'll have all these lined up at the end <laughs> of the show, and I love to watch it. And all they do is pick who's going to win. Yeah. Well, hell, maybe we ought to do that. It'd make us look smarter, wouldn't it? No. Because these point spreads suck. And <laughs> no, we got going. Is... We're, we're, we're betting these games. That's we're right. And this them. one is – this is a toughie. Yeah. And um, two teams very similar. And I wrestled this one around, too. Uh, five and a half. Mm-hmm. Okay. Again, I sat around and said, okay, what's the score going to – probably be and i kept coming up with 24 to 20 27 to 23 i never did get to 27 to 21 well and i just decided and it may be um i don't they're so similar you know wisconsin is going to do the same thing iowa does only going to yep. be a little bit better at it yep it's basically where where, where you're at penn state is kind of the same and sometimes penn state's a little bit Throws the ball a little bit more than Wisconsin. The games at Wisconsin, I think they're going to win. I'm going with Penn State to beat the spread. Wow, Penn State plus five and a half for Papa Dude. We're gonna we're gonna differ again. I I'm pretty confident Wisconsin covers this. I, I think it's going to be like a 31 to 14 Wisconsin type of win. I'm not high on Penn State. I, I don't think they're that great. Wait a um, minute, you ranked them in the top 15, I believe. Did I rank Penn State in the top? Yeah, you come on there and said I always overrank these guys. Oh, well. Well, you've been to Saratoga a couple times since then. I was gonna say I've had I who knows? Who knows? I I didn't I didn't really pay attention to that. Those rankings. (laughs) I'm talking about betting. I don't care about rankings. I want to bet and I want Wisconsin minus five and a half. Okay. I think they run the ball. I think they control the clock. I think their defense is gonna be the difference. I think they're gonna be able to hold Penn State down. I'm not sold on the Penn State offense. All those crazy fans in Madison, Wisconsin. They're going to be going nuts at Camp Randall on Saturday morning. You know, they're going to have their their Baileys and their coffee. Wisconsin rolls 31-14. You heard it here first. This was almost my lock. but I'm going to be 31-14. Well, we'll see. We'll see. Okay. All right. Now let's talk about your favorite school, the Texas Longhorns. Open up their season with another new head coach who's supposed to be the savior of the program. We'll see what happens here. Steve Sarkeesian era begins in Texas. Texas, they have to play a ranked opponent, believe it or not. Louisiana, the Raging Cajuns, 
from Lafayette come in. Texas is 21, Louisiana number 23, only an eight-point favorite for the Longhorns here. Where are you going? Well, I just uh, wrote the article mm -hmm. on this one, so it's kind of clear in my head. Um, did you ever think you'd see a Sunbelt team come into Austin, Texas, and only be an eight-point underdog? No. No, neither did I. Texas didn't schedule them to win by eight. I guarantee you that. No. Now, when you go down uh, position by position like I do, you know, Louisiana has players that on paper, anyway, match up a little bit with Texas. But I finally, you know, this is this is my lock of the week. I don't know what I was I supposed to mention that now. Well, no, you you can go ahead. Yeah, that's the this next is my lock of the week. You um, love Texas. Yes. I mean, come on. Do they not have better players than Louisiana? They should. Well, of course they should. <laughs> I mean, these idiots that rank these uh, recruiting classes, which I think are full of crap, <laughs> they always rank Texas number five or four or three or seven every yeah. year. Yeah. So they're obviously recruiting a lot of great athletes. Now, it hasn't shown on the school board the last few years, so maybe these recruiting people don't know what they're talking about, which I don't think they are. <laughs> but anyway, they've got better players than Louisiana does. And I, if they don't win by more than eight points, it's going to be a long year at Texas. I look at it from a from an OU standpoint. If Louisiana came in, and I realize OU's been better than Texas, but if Louisiana comes to Norman, I expect to be, you know, not hardly even watching the game by the third quarter. Absolutely, like, that's what I was thinking about too, Aaron. And, and, I, and, and you know, Texas, they went seven and three last year. They they mm -hmm. played better. Now, the, the problem with Texas is we don't know what their quarterback situation is. You yeah. know, they lost Sam Ellinger. And, you know, he was the heart and soul of that team. I'm not saying he was great, but he was he was that football team. Everything they did revolved around him. But they got a great running back coming back. Their offensive line is solid. You know they got better defensive players in Louisiana. They have to. I don't know why the line's eight. I don't know. Somebody might know something more than I do. But I think. If they were coming into Norman, Oklahoma, and even if we were in Texas's position, fifty-two to seventeen, when you say yeah, I, I would still think it would be a blowout. Exactly. Yeah. So I'm going Texas all the way on this. Now here's the deal. Think about this: Louisiana first first game last year went to Iowa State and won. So I know that that explains the line. It probably does. So I, I get yeah, it. They're good uh, too. They're geez. good. Kevin and I said the same thing at the same time. Look at that. Yeah. They won. Great, great minds think alike. Listen, I I, this is a no win for me. If I get it right, good. If I miss it, I'm going to be laughing all the way home from Norman, Oklahoma. I'm oh, we will right. have a we'll have tears in our eyes if oh. Texas loses this game. So oh, horns. <laughs> tears of joy, I should say. Uh all right. Now we're going to go to the section of the lock it up dog of the well, week. Wait a minute. Who are you picking on this? Oh, I'm picking Texas. I'm sorry. You're right. I'm picking you, Texas. You're Texas going to cover? I always pick Texas okay. to cover. Or if they're underdog, well, same thing. Pick them to cover. And then if I get yeah. it right, then I got it right. Yeah. And if I miss it, it's well, great. Great. Absolutely. So, yeah. Oh, we're going to, we'll go right to the lock, uh, lock, uh, lock of the week segment because that's where we're going next. And you have the Louisiana, Texas. You have Texas minus eight. 
it, I think it's a decent lock. I, I thought about it a little bit. Um, I thought about a lot of games. I don't think there's one that really stood out to me, but I thought this one was really interesting. My lock of the week, West Virginia at Maryland. Maryland is a three-point uh, underdog at home against a shitty Big 12 team, West Virginia. I know Maryland's not very good. West Virginia's not either. I think Maryland's getting better. I'm not sure about West Virginia. I'm going to go, and this could have been my underdog of the week, but I've got another dog we're going to talk about in a second. I think Maryland wins this game outright. I'll take the three all day for the insurance. I'm going Maryland to beat West Virginia here. What do you think about that one? That is another, that, that, I, I took Maryland also. Uh, not sold on Maryland at all. Now, if the game was in West Virginia, you'd take West Virginia, wouldn't you? Probably would, yeah. yeah I think I, that's the difference. You know, West Virginia does not play well on the road. No, they don't. That um, was my deciding factor. They lost every road game they played last year. Yeah. And so that was the deciding factor. I had um, Maryland is – they're not very good. So. Well, they're not, but they're not They're not just awful either. No. So. Their offense is pretty good. Yeah. They usually can score some points. I think they win that game too. I'm going to agree with you. We got some other people chiming in on some of the games they really like. Dennis is all over. Did I say all enough there, Dennis? I think I did. Texas A&M minus 28 and a half. Dennis really likes that one. Now they're playing Kent State. Yeah. And he's listen, right. I think if the quarterback is decent, I think Texas yeah. A&M moves the ball and it probably. Well, don't Dennis you think right. they could take a, a, a junior high quarterback and they ought to beat Kent State by more than 28 and a half? Well, if you want to put it that way, yes, I do. <laughs> <laughs> so, listen, Dennis had Fresno last week. Maybe he gets Texas A&M here. Dennis has got another one, but I want to get to this one because it made me chuckle. Uh-oh. Because we have family that are Arkansas fans. Uh-oh. Russ says, Rice, plus 19 and a half. They travel the land of the hog, Fayetteville, Arkansas, to play the Razorbacks. Uh I think Arkansas will cover this, but Russ says plus 19 and a half for the Owls. What do you think? Well, I be, I remember whenever you were talking yesterday that that might be your lock of the week was Arkansas covering. I know. And then I, it, I you know what happened? That's I woke up spot. today and I get ready. I got ready to write that as my lock. And I said, well, that's kind of sickening to count on Arkansas. And so I went <laughs> <for> somebody else. <laughs> well, I'm going to say the same thing about Arkansas that I did Texas. If they don't win, you know, by more than that cover there, but it's the first game. Yeah. New quarterback there, sort of. Yeah. Uh, I think KJ Jefferson is going to start. Um, he has I would, I would think Arkansas will cover, but I don't know. I think they will too, but I, I think that's funny that somebody said that. I love that. Um, and this has got another one here. Dennis has also got Auburn minus 37. They play the tough Akron Zips, who they're on your, they're your worst team, right? That's no, they team. jumped up to number two. Oh, they're number two because on the bottom. We had, a number, we had a, a team lose within the top, bottom 10 to another <laughs> bottom 10, and they automatically get the number one spot whenever that happens. And in my bottom 10 poll, by the way, uh, when you move up, that's a good thing. Right. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah. Akron went from one to two and didn't play. Yeah. And in the bottom 10 pole, that's good when you don't play. That's a victory. Um, 37. Well, it's a lot of points, but I think they cover it. Probably. 
Yeah. Probably. A lot of crazy things can happen late in the game, though, you know, when you got a bunch of guys in there, especially opening game, you're going to play a bunch of people. You do get into the danger zone with this kind of spread. Like the AM 28 and a half is one thing. Now you're at 37 with Auburn. Yeah. You do get into the, well, they were 37 points better, but they played the fourth team and, well, and Akron got it going late. Yeah. Well, think about it 51 yeah. 14, you know, 51 15. That is a freaking slaughter but you only won by 36 so i don't like yeah. to get into those too much yeah uh kevin o says bama rules miami that's my we'll boy see, I, Kev. I, I, listen kevin and i think a lot of the, yeah. a lot of the same things okay that's um right. arkansas hasn't beat a team by 20 in three years <laughs> best wide they receiver played out. rice so <laughs> well that's true best wide receiver out best defensive tackle out go hogs but gonna be tough uh, Russ, if it's tough yeah. to beat Rice, that's what I'm I'm Russ, sorry. if you guys are worrying about beating Rice, what are you going to do with Alabama? Well, and all those guys? I think we know the answer to that, but they're going to beat Rice. I think you they're are going to be being a little worrisome as like a fan. The over under we ought to do is how many people will be in Fayetteville on Saturday to see that. Well, I think it'll be a good crowd. No, do yeah. Yeah, I don't know. It should be a pretty good crew. They're they're pretty excited because they got Texas coming in next. That that will be oh, okay. uh, all right. Let's go to the dog of the week. Underdog of the week here. Papa Dude, he is a Mac Brown hater. Look at this. No, I'm not. North Carolina at Virginia Tech. This game's gonna be on Friday. I'll pull it up now. Five and a half point underdog for the Hokies, and you got the Hokies here. Yeah, I, I just decided, you know. Week one, I'm going to just throw out some junk here. And if I hit it, I'm going to look like a genius. If I don't, I'll look like an idiot. And that's what I am. So, you know, I got nothing to lose again on this one. So I really think that North Carolina is overrated. I think they've got a good quarter. By the way, I like Mac Brown a, a heck of a lot better than I did like 10 years ago when he was at Texas or 10 or 11, however long it's been. And I kind of liked him then too especially when we would kill him. But anyway, <laughs> uh, he was always hilarious after that. But uh, I just – I'm not a real big Virginia Tech fan. You know, I'm not I'm not high on him. I think it's a tough opening game. I really do. Carolina lost a lot of pro players. They lost four guys and went to the pros. I know they have a quarterback back, and he's good. Tech hasn't been very good. I just think this could be a tough opening game for the Tar Heels. And uh, the five and a half, I'm just betting them to. I'm just betting uh, Virginia to to beat that spread. I'm not sure they're going to win. I just think they'll beat the five and a half. I think it's going to be a close game. I don't know about that one. That one. Well, no, that one don't. could go either way. I don't hate it, but I, I don't. I don't love it either. Um, I had to pick somebody. Yeah, I know. I'm glad I didn't have to. Pick I didn't that pick one, no I... three point game that could go either way. That was kind of a. Well, no, this is my dog of the week. That was the lock of the week. I oh, was locked an underdog. And oh, now okay. I'm going to lock, uh, or I'm going to say oh, this. Okay, I got it. Well, look at this. Three-point dog of the week. Oh, boy. All right. Well, well, well I know. Maybe it's a okay, cop-out. That's but, all right. But uh, Stanford. Stanford and Kansas State, they're going to play in AT&T Stadium in Dallas, Texas, which that's strange, right? Very strange. For those two teams. I want to – let me pull this up here. Uh, you can get – I'm going to highlight this. You can this get tickets to this game for $5. Five. Isn't that, isn't that about the same price as a high school game? 
I think I think if you went to our uh, high school game, well, if you went to like Web City, it might be like ten dollars to get in <laughs> Joplin, where I live. So that's right, five dollars you can walk into AT and T Stadium and see these two exciting powerhouse teams, Stanford and Kansas State. If you see a pattern here, it, you're seeing it right. I'm against the Big Twelve pretty much all the time. I think it's a horrific conference. Uh, Kansas State, a three point favorite. Why? I have no idea. I think Stanford plus three, I think they cover it. I think they win it outright. Um, so I'm going to go with uh, with Stanford to get the job done here against Kansas State. I'm, I'm not a Kansas State believer. Now, I can't disagree with you. I think they'll – now, if it was in Manhattan, you know, it would be a little different. But I, I think Stanford's better than they are. I'd pick them outright too, no doubt. Let me see something here. Let me see if this is the cheapest game. <laughs> Look at this. I'm at the Mac. Okay, you can go watch Western Illinois and Ball State. Seventeen dollars. Seventeen. Wagner. This one. Wagner sounds like an individual. That does not sound like a school. Wagner. And it costs eleven dollars to get into that. Eleven dollars to get in. Uh, Bowling Green at Tennessee. Well, that's Tennessee. Twenty-three. St. Francis at Eastern Michigan. What the hell? Fifty-three dollars. <laughs> Oh my God. Uh, Michigan, the Michigan game for 14, Cincinnati 28, uh, Missouri 15, Auburn 10, Ohio Syracuse $32. I mean, $5. Five that's unbelievable. Uh, I've never heard of such a thing. No, no. All right, let's let's get into the game we're most excited to watch uh, this week. I'll put yours up there first. You got Clemson and Georgia. That's the one you're most excited for? Yeah, I think so. Uh, because it's the only one I'm going to get home in time to see. <laughs> you yeah, and right. I had, had an unexpected uh, – I think you're going to talk about that here in a minute, right? Yep. Okay, so I'll hold on. Yeah, don't steal my thunder. Yeah, I, that's right. So let's see. I didn't do it. I Yeah, this game would be the one I would – you know, there's a lot of great games. I am looking forward to that Ohio State-Minnesota game tonight. I think that'll be really good. You don't, but I do. And it, anyway, even if it's not, I want to see what Ohio State's got. But this game has, like I said, all the makings of a playoff-type game. These two teams could see each other again down the road, maybe. So that that's the one for me. All right, I'm gonna. I got, I got a few comments here. We're gonna get to them in a second, and I'll talk about my most exciting game. Then we'll wrap this thing up with your comments and a, and a couple of games tonight. Most exciting for me. This is pretty darn easy. Tulane at Oklahoma. Now, if you didn't know. Oklahoma was supposed to travel down to New Orleans to play the Green Wave on Saturday, but with the hurricane coming through, the game was moved to Norman, which means me and you get to go. We get That's to go right. our first game since 2019. We did not go last year because of COVID. So uh, if you didn't know, we've been season ticket holders since 2000, and we've missed a, just a couple of home games since 2000 uh, until last year. So it's good to be going back to Norman um, we got four straight weeks of home games. So that's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, can't wait to get back down there. So Tulane, Oklahoma, that's what I'm looking forward to the most. Can't wait to go down. And, you know, when you have season tickets there, everybody always keeps them year after year. We make friends with a lot of people we sit by. We haven't seen those people in a couple of years. So it's exciting to get back down there. And uh, even though the circumstances aren't great uh, for why this game's going to be in Norman, uh, I am excited that it is. Oh, definitely. And, you know, the funny thing is uh, the guy that sits right beside me and had he doesn't anymore, but he did for several years. We were we would talk and root and go hard. You know, there were two guys that came yep. from Arkansas, actually. I didn't know their names. Never knew yeah. their names. 
sat by them all that time and never knew their names. That's how this is. You yeah. know, the guy that sits beside me now, I don't know his name. No. Now, that's terrible when you think about it. But yeah. we're only there to watch the game. There's some of those people we've made a lot of friends with. And they're not, I, I just want to mention this. I always, anytime I, you know, now, you know, you don't have tickets anymore. Everything's on the phone and all that. And I got to thinking, I, I know people probably don't care about this, but I don't care either. I got to thinking about our best buddy, old Max. Yeah. Who tragically passed away. Yeah. It's probably been five, six years ago. How do you think he would have handled these tickets on his phone? Yeah. You know, I don't you know. Never, I don't <laughs> I was know if he ever would have got in the game. <laughs> yeah, I know. I was thinking about that the other the other night. But uh yeah. Uh yeah, I, I mean it's always fun to go down there. And like you say, we haven't seen those guys in a while. And uh I wish it was a little bit better game, but but yeah. we're getting to go and, and the tickets I see on here it says tickets as low as sixty-eight bucks. Well, you could get in for thirty. So yeah, you can buy them through the ticket office for thirty dollars. These yeah, are maybe that secondary market. Yeah. I don't I don't know. But anyway, um, we're gonna have fun. Oh yeah, be a good time. I'm happy to happy to be going back. Uh, Dennis says under underdog game. He's thinking about East Carolina money line very lightly, uh, but also covering the spread of ten and a half that he got. So East Carolina tonight. We'll talk about that in just a second. Um, South Dakota to cover against Kansas. I thought this was a funny comment. Kansas is a 13 and a half point favorite against South Dakota. Uh, you can go watch that game up at Lawrence, Kansas for $16. Wow. I think it's expensive. I, I, yeah, I wouldn't pay six. Um, <laughs> I'm not touching that one. No, I don't think they'll beat them more than that. I don't either, but I also don't want to pick South Dakota. No, I think Kansas will win. Uh, let's see. Let's see. I'd rather play with my ball state and stay <laughs> home and keep my 17. Pretty good, Dennis. That's pretty good. That was that was pretty good. That, that was. was pretty good. Like uh, Dennis had Oklahoma covering, but since the hurricane happened, I think they'll call the dogs off after up 28, maybe 21. That's possible. No, no, Dennis. That's no. not the way OU thinks. That's not okay. going to happen. Here, what's what's a closer game? OU versus Tulane or OU versus Nebraska? Who plays OU closer? God. Tulane is my answer. <laughs> well, right now, that's a couple of weeks away. Yeah. You gotta think Nebraska's gonna get better. I don't I I I, I don't know. I'd probably yeah. say Tulane also. Isn't I that awful? It is awful. That's awful to say. Russ says he hopes Mike Woods has 12 drops versus OU. Mike Woods, the oh, transfer from Arkansas, coming to Oklahoma. Well, Russ, he may not be able to get on the field at Oklahoma. <laughs> oh, he's going to be on the field. I've heard I'm, I'm kidding. About him. They're really high on him. Yeah, they, they are high on him. We'll see how that goes. I don't blame you at all, Russ. I would feel the same way. Um, yeah, by the way, best value of the day as far as ticket prices go, $2 to watch Duquesne and TCU play. $2. <laughs> Did you know? Hey, do you realize that's in the Dallas area also? I, I I do know that. Yeah. How well do they really love their football down there? Yeah. I, now I, I'm sure I, the people at uh, TCU think Duquesne's coming in to play exhibition basketball, probably. <laughs> Maybe uh, that. Did you know well Duquesne had a team? Do I know Duquesne had a team? No, I did not. <laughs> uh, is that the actual? Let's see here. Yeah, the dude. Hmm. Oh, they've hey, they've played a game. Have they? 
Yeah. Duquesne beats Sacred Heart. Oh, it's spring. spring. <laughs> <laughs> I was say there's no way they met again. They got pretty uniforms. Were that was that there? Was that the end? Let's see. I believe it was. Yeah. No, that's JSU. Oh, it's JSU. Yeah. Oh, it doesn't matter. We're not going to talk. Who knew we were going to talk about Duquesne football today at the end of the show? All right. Uh, two games tonight. We ought to get to those real quick. Yes. Um, let me see if I can pull those up. The two biggies tonight. Boise State goes on the road to Central Florida. Uh, this game was at five and a half. Now it's at six and a half. Six and a half point favorite Central Florida. Uh, I think Gus Malzahn really fits Central Florida well. Boise State, new head coach as well. Uh, where did you go here? This is a really interesting matchup to start off the season. Oh, this is a great game. Yep. And, you know, unlike the Georgia-Clemson, the loser of this, even though they don't have much of a chance to make the playoffs, completely out of it. Yeah, they got no chance. Yep. These are two really good group of five teams. Um, uh, I, I was – Trying to go with Boise State, but I couldn't when I started doing the matchups. And you know, Malzahn, you're right; he's going to be better, better suited for a little bit lesser pressure job. I think he did a good job at Auburn; it just wasn't good enough. Mm-hmm. Uh, I went with uh, Central Florida when it was five and a half. I think it was whenever I maybe it was even five. Uh, whenever I wrote the uh, article on it, I think mm-hmm. they're going to win. I think they're better than Boise State. I don't know. Boise State's slipping just a little bit, I think. And they're going through another coaching change, so I don't know. Yeah, I'm with you on that. I I, I took Central Florida here. I think they're going to cover this. Uh, even at six and a half, I think they're going to cover it. Uh, this is a tough road trip for Boise State. That's a thing. Um, you know, all the way down to Orlando. That's going to be tough. So I, I, I went Central Florida. I think they get the job done. Uh, oh, yeah, I, I meant to put this up, uh, Dennis. You, you commented earlier uh, when we weren't quite on Thursday yet. Dennis has Tennessee minus 30 to 35. Let's analyze that one. They play Bowling Green. Now that's up to 37 uh, right now. Um, Again, these large point spreads I get a little worried about. Do I think it's realistic that that you win that bet? Yes. But I am worried about the large point spreads. Also, the debut of new head coach Josh Heupel for the Volunteers. So, We'll see if he can kind of get that offense rolling that's been missing so much uh, in Tennessee. What do you think about this one? I don't know if they can score 37. They In the past, they have not been able to do that. No, and, and God, I, when I was doing these previews, I could not believe all of the the guys that transferred from Tennessee yeah. to other schools that are contributing. Yep. I think OU's starting – I know the I don't know he's starting, but the running back's going to play a ton. Yeah, they've got two there was maybe three guys. Offensive linemen. Yep. I mean, there's two guys that transferred from Tennessee into OU and have immediately made an impact. And there's others. There's tons of others that left there. I don't I don't know what they've got. Uh, I know Bowling Green is is awful, mm-hmm. but thirty it's now thirty seven. I, I I don't think I would. I would go with Tennessee. I don't know if they can win by 37. I it's really little, don't. It's a little scary. If the offense gets going, they will, but you just don't know. He don't also, know. Uh, Dennis being, he loves uh, East Carolina tonight. Uh, Going to go easy, light on the money or on the money line. And then also play. I think you said you got it at plus 10, Dennis. It's now down to nine. Uh, we have, we can, we have family that went to East Carolina, right? Didn't Matt go to East Carolina? Yes, he did. He yeah. did. I think Matt's crying. I think Dennis is crying. I think Appalachian State big tonight in the home. Uh, yeah, I almost I, I've got them bound. Maybe one of my best bets. Yeah, 
I'm with you. I don't. I don't like that one, Dennis. The the Tennessee one, maybe. I don't know about East Carolina. I'm not sold on them. Um, let's see. Final game we need to talk about before we go. Yeah, Dennis. Great timing. You you brought that up. This may be the biggest game of the of the. Well, I think it. No, maybe it is. Ohio State travels uh, to Minnesota tonight. Ohio State a 13 and a half point favorite. They're similar to Alabama. They got a lot of new players. Uh, Minnesota, you kind of know what they are, you, you know, good, not great most years. Um, what, what do you see here? This is kind of a tricky opener for the Buckeyes. I, I fought this one over and over and over again. I think Minnesota is better than a lot of people. I uh, think they got their running game is really good. Their quarterback serviceable. It came down to this for me, Ohio state's Ohio state and Minnesota is Minnesota. And that's what it came down to me. Um, it's down to 13 and a half now. It's been 14. Now it's dropped to 13 and a half. I don't think that makes just a whole lot of difference. So, again, I started looking at scores. 31-17, 34-17, you know, maybe 45-21, 45-24. I could see this being closer than that because, again, Ohio State's starting a lot of young people. They haven't played, and they weren't as, they weren't very good on defense last year. And kind of yep. scored a lot of points. I think they're going to struggle early in this game, but I think they'll hang in there and pull away down the stretch because I just think they have better athletes than Minnesota. So it came down to that. That is a tough game, tough game to pick though for me. It is. It's a, it's definitely a tough game. I think uh, this. Listen, Ohio State's winning this game. Okay. Yes, but, they're going to win. I think I think the line is set really, really, really well here. Um, I kind of see it how Dennis kind of sees it. I think there's a chance Ohio State could struggle a little bit early. I think that Minnesota plus seven in the first half isn't a bad bet. Um, I think Ohio State covers this very, very late. I was talking to uh, Lindsay last night. We were talking about this game, and, and I said, you know, because she was leaning where you like – like we both have, I should say, I don't know, Minnesota may cover that. I just thought, no, nah, late touchdown, Ohio State gets it done. Uh, good game, though. Really good opener. It, there's it, definitely some intrigue into this game. Uh, yeah, brand-new quarterback for Ohio State. That could definitely play a factor yeah. as well, obviously. Right. Uh, on the road, going to be tough. Minnesota's planned for this. You know, Minnesota's planned for this all year. Yeah. Well, you know, they're going to be a sky high as their their coach is he's a motivator. Pretty good. Yep. Pretty good. He's done a great job up there. Yep. Their quarterback was great two years ago, slumped last year. Can he get that going again? I mean, this is a tough opener uh for the Buckeyes. And again, they're kind of like OU. Mm -hmm. Anywhere they go, you're going to get the other team's best shot. So I would be scared if I was an if I was an Ohio State fan. Well, yeah, I I I oftentimes look at the big teams like like I would mentally okay if OU's going to Minnesota tonight I I would not be relaxed about it for no. sure I would I would think well there's potential they could get beat I don't right. think they will and I don't think ultimately Ohio State will either but it's it's a good game it's it's definitely going to be entertaining tonight let's see that one's on Fox at seven o'clock p.m. Central that's that's going to be the big one perfect time. Yes, I know. I know. This, you know, here's another thing where this comes such a factor mm -hmm. turnovers, penalties, dumb mistakes, and give Minnesota points. Yeah. If they don't do that, then they win. Yeah. And that's, Are we going to do the uh, LSU game? 
Yeah, do you want to let's end with that one because we've talked about that. But well, we didn't do Notre oh. Dame either. Well, we could do. We That's could fine. Who cares? Uh, no, I'm kidding. Uh, UCLA, we'll we'll do that one. Uh, UCLA, LSU. I think this is interesting because we did talk about UCLA last week. We both liked them to cover, and they did. Uh, this ain't Hawaii this week. This is LSU coming in uh, to the Rose Bowl. Uh, UCLA, a three-point underdog at home against an LSU team that really struggled last year, kind of got it together late. What do you think of this one? I, I, when I, this line has never been any higher than four yeah. from the very start. This was before uh, UCLA played well. Mm-hmm. It's that was one of the first things I looked at uh, when the lines came out was my God, LSU's only four point favorite over UCLA. It's gone down to three. Uh, I, I don't. I I I'm all over this with LSU. I I think they cover this, and I, but there's factors that are involved here that we don't know how it's going to play into it. You know, and that's the hurricane situation. Yeah, Baton Rouge. They haven't been in Baton Rouge. They've been in Houston. That's a distraction. They probably have family that were involved somewhat in that. You don't know how this is all going to play out. It probably is going to be okay. You know, they've got time to kind of digest all that before they go out there. But that's still a major distraction when you have to pack up, pull the whole operation to Houston, Texas, and then go on as normal. So that, you know, that's an issue. Coupled with the fact that UCLA looked good last week. But here's the thing. Uh, LSU is going to be so much bigger across both fronts, the offensive line, the defensive line. They're going to have better athletes than UCLA does up front. And I think that'll be the difference. Um, The other thing is, you know, there was a lot of coaching problems at LSU last year. And and Ogeron made a lot of changes uh, I see what Dennis got. He'll scream over at the sidelines to UCLA and scare them. <laughs> I don't think he's going to scare Chip Kelly, Dennis. Uh, uh, i tell you this, but coaches don't scare like that. They kind of look at the other guy and say, what are you, an idiot? <laughs> so anyway, uh, that's not going to happen. Um, I think Ed Orgeron is a, is, is a guy who, when he has the right assistance, you know, he does a good job. When he makes the wrong hires, there's a problem. But I'm all over LSU. I would green flag this one. Go bet it. I think they're going to cover. I'm not going to green flag it, but I am going to pick LSU. I, I do feel like they're the better, uh, they're the better team up front, and I think that will make a difference. But I think UCLA quietly continues to improve. I'd keep an eye on them. I think this could get close, but I am going to go LSU uh, minus the three. You talked me into it since we're having so much fun. We'll cover Notre Dame, Florida State, and Louisville Ole Miss to round this out. Um, Notre Dame, this is going to be Sunday, Sunday night uh, on ABC. They travel down to Florida State. This is quite a rivalry. When these two teams get together, it's usually a hell of a game, no matter what the records are. Um, you know, Florida State trying to come back from just a shit season last year. Notre Dame trying to replace a quarterback, trying to replace a lot of guys. This is a big-time football game. Notre Dame ranked number nine, seven-point favorite. Who you got here? Well, I did actually did a lot of research on this uh, last night when I was writing the article. Mm-hmm. Um, I think this is a tough game for, for Notre Dame. And they're a lot like um, Ohio State, Alabama. They're, rec- they're replacing a ton of offensive 
players, including a really good quarterback in Ian Book. Um, funny thing, all through the spring and everything I read about Florida State was the uh, transfer, uh, the Milton kid that came in there from uh, Central Florida who got hurt a couple of years ago. And that, you know, if you remember that leg injury was gruesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, all spring he was the leader and all this and, and you know he was he was great at central florida and i thought you know what they need a quarterback they might have a chance well he's not starting yep and i thought that was pretty interesting yep which tells me he's not healthy and so i'm i feel a lot better about notre dame after i saw that i don't think florida state's near where they're going to be in a few years i really like their head coach i read a lot of or i watched a lot of interviews with him last night he seems like he's got it going he was at memphis and did a good job there i think he'll turn it around i don't think they're ready to beat notre dame you know notre dame's probably got a quarterback i think their quarterback transferred from uh wisconsin mm-hmm. uh, i read so much stuff last night i'm pretty sure it's him <laughs> So, you know, they've got somebody up there that can play. And Brian Kelly's a heck of a coach. So I think they cover. I think they will. Um, I'm not sold on Florida State until they prove it. It's just, right. if you put it in horse racing terms, it's kind of like a, uh, you know, a horse that hadn't been running well, but he's got a lot of talent. Well, you got to prove it. Go out, the, go out on the track and win once, and then maybe I'll back. Yeah, I'm going Notre Dame here as well. Uh, especially the seven points. Uh, if it was a little bit more, maybe I'd start thinking about Florida State. But seven exactly. points, Notre Dame should win by a touchdown. Well, I think they're more. another one that's going to play them close and then yeah. get beat down at the end. Yeah. So here's the last one, and I know this is your, these are your boys, uh, Dennis. Louisville is a 10-point dog. Wow. Also that under for the UL Ole Miss game, because what the hell was the linemaker thinking? 75 and a half is a lot of points. Uh, Ole Miss can score. Uh, there's no doubt. Mississippi can score. Um, neutral field for this game, uh, Louisville, Ole Miss at Atlanta. Um, minus 10. That's that's Mississippi there. 10-point favorite. Um, I kind of think they cover this game. I kind of like Ole Miss a little bit this year. I think their offense is explosive enough to score enough to cover against Louisville. But I think it's going to be a competitive game. Well, I'll tell you, Dennis, why they got the line at 75. Let me read Joe Mrs. scores last year. It was nuts. Yeah. Florida, they lost 51-35. Kentucky, they won 42-41. Alabama, 63-48. to um, South Carolina, 59-42. LSU, 53-48. So there's where the line comes from. You know, they obviously can score. They obviously can't stop anybody. Yeah. So I'm kind of with you, 75 – can Louisville score enough to keep up with them? Yeah. Um, 10 points. I think that's about right, too. Um, I think Louisville is going to be improved. But Ole Miss, if they can play any defense at all, has got a chance to win some games. Yeah. So I'm going to I'm going to say they're going to cover. I think, I think Dennis, you're probably looking at from Louisville's thought process because you watched them and you thought, how in the hell? We're not going to get, you know, anywhere close to that. But – Old misses that defense is just shit, and it has been for a while. Um, and I don't think it's going to be any better. So you might be able to score more than you think just because their defense is inept. Uh, that's that's definitely possible. Jared Bush, uh, Bush says, <laughs> "I think Old Miss wins uh, and covers." You're coming here, at Notre Dame and Florida State. Who do you like? I, I, that, that's that's a debatable game. Let us know who you like on that one. Um, yeah. We both took Notre Dame minus the seven, but if you got a different idea, let us know. Um, 
Okay. I guess that's it. We've, well, I tell you what, I don't really want to get off the air because this is just fun talking about these games. There is. This is definitely the most fun I, I, I have on any show just because it's, <laughs> it's new, number one. And I like talking about football. So that's that, right. That's great. Now, when we're talking about baseball in the summer, I may hate to come on there, but right now I it's don't fun, think you'll right? have a show then. Oh, Jared, yeah, we'll have a show. Jared says okay. uh, he thinks Florida State pulls an upset, so an outright winner there. I, I, I mean, they look, could. It's possible. It's early in the year. It Notre is. It's got to replace, like we said, a lot of guys. I don't hate that pick, Jared. I, I think it's no, going to be either. a competitive game. I just think, you know, I was going to – I was a little bit more on Florida State, but when Milton didn't start, and I saw their quarterbacks last year, they were so <laughs> bad, and I don't even know who this other kid is. But it was a big surprise amongst the media down there, too, that he didn't start. So there's mm-hmm. something a little fishy there. I don't know. He must have gotten hurt again is all I can think of. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's probably what happened. Uh, he likes the running game. We'll see. I, I, it's not bad. There's no question. They they, they got a little better last year. Um, and, and all these teams, I wouldn't hold last year too no. You know, too much against them. It's just been a weird year. Well, here's a tilt too, Aaron. Florida mm-hmm. State's going to come back. They're not going to be right forever. They're they've got too much recruiting base down yeah. there, and they get the right guy in there and they give him some time. Yeah, they're going to come back. Whereas Nebraska, different. I don't know. Yeah, don't Nebraska. Know. Not sure either. That's, no. that's not not a good. Get into wonder. Yeah, yeah. It's well, I went through a lot of coaches, so hey, they got a toughie <laughs> this week. Yes. Yeah, 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 they did. Yeah, Fordham. Fordham. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, maybe yeah. they get their they got their players game. off the streetcars. I think up there in New York City. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. Streetcars, the subway. Uh, the subways were flooded, according to Ricky. Not that he was on the. They subway. may not be able to field a team then. He had heard that the subways are flooded. <laughs> yeah, I did. I heard that too. Uh, Russ says he's betting it's FSU till they show me something. Yeah, the Russ. That's what I said as well. Yeah. I. Uh, I I'm not against them. I'm not a hater of them. I I, I don't think they're going to be awful. I just kind of want to see what they do before I back them. Yeah, and I'm very excited you're watching, Jared. That's great. Yep, you're on all the time, and uh, we're excited. That there's a. It's not just college. We'll talk NFL as well, so it'll be a lot of fun. So, um, all right. I think that's going to do it. We went uh, we went a little over, but not bad. We kept. Yeah, it, we did. We did better this time. Yeah, we kept it where it needed to be. Um, listen, it's going to be fun. Uh, OU this week for us so we'll we'll be back on monday that's right a monday show to report on uh, what we saw this week uh, including the ou game and many other things um yeah good luck to everybody that's gonna wager on this thanks everybody for watching the show you got any final thoughts before we sign off well go go on and read the articles for a little bit more in-depth on i'll share that go on and because you know we get into it a little bit more on there and we may add a couple of extras. So there's other games that we did on there too. So go on there and read that and just uh, see what you think. Always let us know what you think. And next yeah. week we'll be doing the NFL too because they get started. That's right. Yeah, NFL be going on. And like right now you can go on there. There's the free pick for Ohio State, Minnesota. You click on that and he's uh, uh, Papa Dude has broke down all the – the matchups, the coaching, the secondary linebackers, defensive line, offensive line, receiver, running back, quarterback, all of it. And you get the pick there at the end. Um, you can also, whoops, I don't want to show this. That's right. the best website that, there is. Right down here, this widget's going to be nice. Right now, you've only got a couple of games up, but when the weekend starts, and especially when the NFL starts, 
you can come right here. It's your resource for all the games. So say you come down here and it's like free picks. Oh, I want to see Boise. You just click that, and there it is, Boise at UCF. Same type of thing. So, yeah, make sure racingdudes.com slash sports. Make sure to check it out. Uh, he is working very, very hard. Look there, bottom 10. We talked about it. Scott Frost, uh, he's got Nebraska number eight on the bottom 10. And New Mexico State, they're the worst team right now. So. Yeah, they lost to UTEP big. UTEP was number seven. Yeah, so I think I think that makes sense uh, to put them there. <laughs> but, yeah, uh, we'll have fun. Like, usually, like, Mondays and Tuesdays, uh, he'll have his power rankings. He'll have his uh, – for NFL, he'll have his bottom 10. And he'll have his top 25. And then when we get Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, you're going to see more of the previews, uh, you know, the written out previews of the games. Right. So, yeah, I, I'm glad you brought that up. I should have. Um, but, yeah, this sports site, uh, we've had it, and it was very boring and very vanilla. And I said we're never going to be able to do anything with this unless we put something into it. So uh, you've done a good job making this thing look awesome. I, I love the site, and I think it's just going to get better. Like I said, I think this is going to be a real good resource come Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sundays. Uh, all we'll, get the rest of the, we'll get the rest of those free picks uploaded, what, later on today probably? Yeah, uh, I was going to tell you. I'll, I'll just tell you tell you right now over here. Uh, we're going to get those posted up tonight. Once okay. kind of those games, these Thursday games get going, we'll post up uh, the games for Friday and Saturday, Sunday and Monday. And like I said, uh, right now you look at it and say, wow, what a great college football site. I love it. It's not just college football. We'll have the NFL as well. Um, but right now, college football, what's going on? So obviously, we're going to cover that. So, uh, all right, guys, this has been great. Once again, love the comments. Uh, we so appreciate everybody listening and, and, and interacting with us. We want to make this a very interactive show. I think we did a good job of it today. We had a lot of people. So um, once again, Good luck. Go to the site for all the coverage. Like I said, the Saturday, Friday, Saturday games will be out tonight after these Thursday games are over. So make sure to check that out. By the way, if you like Racing Dudes content, we got two more shows. If you see my my uh, my name, four show Thursday, we had the Rocket Hour just an hour or two ago. We had this show and we got the Magic Mike show coming up at 530 Eastern and then Blinkers off following that. So uh, we're busy today, but that's what we love to do. We love this show, and we love everybody for tuning in. We'll see you right back here on Monday as we talk about what we got right and what we got wrong week one of college football.